0: Alex, welcome to Blue Collar Dynasty Podcast. We're busting our backs, getting our jeans dirty, playing next man up dynasty football. We're giving you an in-the-trenches dynasty talk every week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BornFootball. That's B-O-R-N-E football. This week, we're talking about final rookie pre-draft rankings and NFL team fit rankings for the NFL draft. Now, let's get to it. When we're talking rankings for NFL draft and whenever um, in dynasty football, we're talking about rankings that stay fluid all the time. They're always changing. Um, my rankings have changed three times since Dr. Chib and I did our mock draft. You you hear new things, you talk to people, you figure out what's going on, you watch more tape, um, and and really try to keep your ear to the ground as far as what's going on with these rookies. So um we're gonna start ourselves off though with team fit rankings, so where we like we'd like to see prospects end up. And this is a is a good study to do for yourself too. Um, that way you know where to move players as far as where where they get drafted so when you when you actually know you'll like a pick versus um, when you think okay I'll move that prospect down because they were picked at a certain location so we're gonna go through each position group major position group and talk about scheme fit and and places that will actually be able to use players at these positions. Um, We're starting off with the quarterback, which these ones are pretty obvious. Um, Most of these rankings are based upon the the weapons that they have around them. So we're going to start off with our number one location. Um, That's Washington. So Washington right now. Um, like Sam Howell, but if they were to select a quarterback in the first round, really, that's what we're talking about here, um, especially if they trade up into the first 10 picks. Um, they're my number one slot. They've got the best wide receiver core of the quarterback needy teams. Um, they could be sneaky in the draft. Um, I don't expect it, but it could happen. Number two is Atlanta. Again, another team that has some fairly good weapons around um, their quarterback position. We're talking about Kyle Pitts and Drake London, um, both great, great prospects coming out and really have shown that they can do good things at the next level, but they haven't really had the opportunity as much um, to really star in the show. Um, So a good quarterback could help them do that. Um, But it, they'll also help the quarterback. Um, you know, Desmond Ritter is supposedly the, the starter, um, but, you know, maybe they bring in some competition in the draft. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, Kyle Trask is is the guy here, um, him or Baker Mayfield. But if they do decide to go to the draft, they're my number three. They've got the best wide receiver core um it, one of the best wide receiver cores in terms of um good landing spots for quarterbacks quarterback friendly wide receivers Indianapolis Colts number four probably our first real true needy quarterback needy team um number five Carolina also needy both of these teams have some, tools you guys um Indianapolis definitely has more with Michael Pittman um Alec Pierce Uh, Carolina has a few guys on their roster that that might be okay DJ Chark um I know is there um and then there's a few guys that that Terrace Marshall um guys like him that haven't really shown anything that show that they can be helpful to a, a quarterback but you know they they can grow as well um number six here we have houston texans um they should be really picking a quarterback high and he should be a good this could be a good slot for them um they do also need wide receiver um and they're number seven on my wide receiver list as well so um could could be a potential tough spot to be in as a rookie, but still a good opportunity there. Um, Tennessee is number seven on the quarterback rankings um, as far as landing spot goes. Again, they may stick with Ryan Tannehill, but if they do move on an early quarterback, um, they could be an interesting slot. Um, Some good tight ends there. They do have Traylon Burks. They probably should get, some more weapons for the rookie if they bring one in. Next up is Detroit at number eight. Maybe they don't want to roll with their, their current quarterback. Um, You know, he's, he's been doing well for them. Um, But he's really just a, a guy that is going to, Carry them over into the next quarterback. He's he's not he's a bridge quarterback. You know, of course, we're talking about Jared Goff here. Um, He he's not bad. I don't know that he can bring him to a Super Bowl, um, and so they might need to step up. Seattle's in kind of the same boat. Again, they've got a guy, um, Geno Smith. He could just be a bridge. He probably is just a bridge. Both of these places, if they draft a young quarterback really early, they're going to be moving on from their starters. And there's good wide receiver cores around them as well. Baltimore is number 10, only on the list because of everything going on with Lamar Jackson. An okay wide receiver core, really good tight end room. Um, That could be interesting. Let's look at running backs. We're going to speed through these, um, but our our top landing spots from one to 10 for running backs, Philadelphia, Miami, Cincinnati, Atlanta, those really, those top four all have really good slots, um, either high-powered offenses or, in Atlanta's case, They love to run the ball. Um, The next few, something else has to happen there um, for a rookie to really take the cake and take the job. Um, New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara might need to go somewhere. Um, Minnesota, um, Dalvin Cook we're talking about might need to go somewhere. They also have Alexander Madison. Carolina, um, that could be interesting, but – they did just bring in a, a vet, a good veteran. Um, so Miles Sanders um, could could beat out the rookie um, for that starting gig. Tennessee, of course, they're going to be sick behind Derrick Henry. They're at number eight, um, but that could be really great in their second, the rookie second year. Denver, number nine, might actually um, show. You know they might actually have some opportunity for a rookie. However, um, Samaj P runs there, but he's not really going to hold you off from selecting a good rookie. Um, Chicago, number 10, Khalil Herbert is the guy there. Um, Again, not really going to stop you. Um, And in our honorable mention, Los Angeles Rams, um, you know, that could be a cool place for, a rookie as well, um, and, of course, uh, Cam Akers would be the guy that would get shoved aside in that case. Let's look at wide receivers. Um, not really many surprises here. Number one, Kansas City. Of course, that's a great landing spot. Um, we'd love to see that. Always Kansas City wide receivers go high in rookie drafts. New York Giants. Um, again, there's a real need there. New England Patriots, another really needy team, Minnesota. Um, that number two slot, if K.J. Osborne doesn't take it and the rookie does, that could be really valuable. Los Angeles Rams, again, that number two next to Cooper Cup, that could be really interesting. Carolina at number six, um, absolutely devoid of talent. The only issue with them is that this is a rookie quarterback needy team. Um, so therefore this might not be a great slot for a rookie wide receiver as well. Um, and you know, they also have DJ Chark, but that's not going to stop a real talent at the wide receiver position. Um, Houston Texans and number seven, a really needy team. And then we get those teams that we just will like to see a wide receiver there. Um, Buffalo, um, I do have Cleveland here. I would actually, I'm going to trade them out for um, the Green Bay Packers here um, because since I made these rankings, they did trade for Elijah Moore. um, So that would pull them down a little bit. Buffalo is a decent landing spot at eight. Um, Number nine, I'll take that Green Bay Packers um, wide receiver pretty high um and then right behind them Pittsburgh again Pittsburgh you know that their wide receivers are going to be good when they dra- they only draft good wide receivers um, so you're you might as well invest in them even though they might not see the field immediately cuz they do have a decent wide receiver core tight end rooms that could use some rookie talent and would be good fits for rookie talent Um, We're going to speed through these Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, Dallas Cowboys, Las Vegas Raiders, Washington Commanders, Carolina Panthers, Buffalo Bills, and Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Again, Philadelphia, Buffalo, both have good starters. They are interesting landing spots because if they invest early in a tight end, they'll actually probably try to use them because they need. Um, they're in win now mode and their powerful offenses, so that would be both of those slots would be interesting. Um, but I think Dallas Goddard actually has a better hold on his slot, um, than Dawson Knox in Buffalo, so interesting. NFL fits here next we're looking at all of our rookie positions and our my final rankings in those slots Um, looking at quarterback first we've got a change here Bryce Young is my number one quarterback going into the NFL draft this was a surprise to me um But I finally gave in, you might say, or you might say that I finally came to my senses. Um, He is the best quarterback in this draft, hands down. That being said, the thing holding him back is his height and his weight. He is small, and that's going to scare people. But if you... Don't play scared. He's a good dual threat. He's got the best mind in the class. He is so, so knowledgeable about the game. And I think that is where he's the safe pick between him and CJ Stroud. Um, Certainly with Anthony Richardson too. But those three are in my top tier. CJ Stroud is my number two. Anthony Richardson is my number three. Um, Anthony Richardson's all about developmental. CJ Stroud's a polished pa- pocket passer. He's got athleticism to run, so you might get a little bit of that, like you get with Joe Burrow, or um, or Justin Herbert. But he's not going to be the dual threat that Bryce Young is. So, um, that is what. Really, that in his mind is what really put Bryce Young up at the top. This is for fantasy. Now, if I was thinking about the NFL, I, I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are neck and neck, and it's just a matter of what your scheme is. And then if you want to take a, a shot in the dark at Anthony Richardson, um, going for a Hail Mary type of thing. Um, I'll only cover the, my top eight here. Because frankly, I don't look beyond that. Um, number four, Will Levis. Number five, Hendon Hooker. Um, going kind of chalk on some of those. Um, number six, Stetson Bennett. He really, really impressed me at the combine. Um, you know, watching Will Levis next to Stetson Bennett, it was, it was kind of hilarious to me, how Stetson Bennett just. Stole the show in the throws. Um, he he had the best balls of the game or of the day at the at the combine. He was throwing the best, um, way better than Will Levis was, and that that was interesting. I also like a guy that can show up in big spots, so that was that was really important. Um, he is five eleven, and he has had some off the field issues, so um, something to bear in mind there. Um. Number 11, Tanner McKee, he's a pocket passer, He does have some run option. Um, Stetson Bennett is the better runner as well, and Hendon Hooker, also a better runner, um, as is Will Levis. Um, so so all of those guys have some legs. Jaron Hall is actually more of a mobile guy, um, more of a mobile passer. First read, good accuracy, good arm strength. Um, but he does get stuck on a single reads forgets about game management. Um, those are the kinds of things that could have him struggling at the next level. At the running back position. I don't think we've got any surprises at number one, Bijan Robinson generational talent. Absolutely. My number one guy, um, at number two, I had to stick my neck out a little bit. Um, Zach Charbonnet, I think, for fantasy football is going to be so much safer of a pick than Jameer Gibbs. Um, it does depend on when he goes in the draft and, of course, obviously where he goes. Um, that's all. Opportunity is king when it comes to running backs. Um, But that being said, number three, Jameer Gibbs, still really freaky athlete, freaky route runner, turns on a dime, slippery, great build size. Um, I do love him as well. Um, just I think Zach Charmini is the prototypical guy that's going to win at the NFL level. He's going to, he can cat catch the ball. He can also, um, win on the goal line and, and be that power forward. Um, he is definitely a guy that is worth betting on in your rookie drafts. At number four, I have Tank Bigsby. five, Kendra Miller, six, Devin Chain, seven, Roshan Johnson, eight, Sean Tucker, nine, Tajay, Sh- wow, Tajay Spears, ten, Israel Bonaconda. So those, those are my top 10. Um, so if we're talking about tiers, Bijan is in his own tier. Zach Charmaine is in a tier with Jameer Gibbs. Um, it's kind of whoever decides to go to the better landing spot. And then from four to 10, those guys are all in the same tier for me. Um, landing spots are going to be huge to determine where Within that tier, I rank them, but they're not going to move out of that tier um, unless if something dramatic happens. Um, Beyond that, I do have my 11th through 16. They're in the next tier. Guys there are Dwayne McBride, Kenny McIntosh, Zach Evans, Kayla Bourne, Kalen LeBourne, Deuce Vaughn, and Mohammed Ibrahim. Those guys are my, are my next few, um, and then guys like Chris Rodriguez Jr., Chase Brown, Cameron Peoples, and Eric Gray, um, they they round out my top twenty. Um, so, so those are running backs, wide receivers. Let's take a look. Who do we have? Quentin Johnson. Johnston was my number one when we were doing the the rookie draft. Um, I've started to get scared off of him. I've started to see some of his failures. Um, he's not good in contested catches and he's six, four. Um, and he's actually six, three, to be honest. Um, that's six, fours from his college, 6'3 is from the NFL draft. So, he's a freaky athlete. He, he really is. Um, he's got everything that you want in an alpha wide receiver, except contested catches. And he doesn't have great hands. He does a lot of body catches. Those two things really fear, make strike fear in my soul, um, that he might be a bust. And for that reason, and that reason, those two reasons alone, um, he slips to number two for me and Jackson Smith and Jake, Buff it is my number one guy. Um, his ridiculous route running, good hands, well, great hands, good speed. Um, he knows how to separate and I know that that's a skill at the next level. We know that he's going to be great. Um, some changes in my second tier as well. Um, I did sneak Jordan Addison back up, um, he does scare me in his lack of, of athleticism. But what I really love about him is that he succeeded in, in school, um, in college, without that athleticism still. You know, he, he found ways to get open. And the fact that he can do that without leaning on something like athleticism is actually a plus in my book I guess is it's the fact that we can then separate it with Jordan Addison um, because he that allows us to see that okay Jordan Addison can actually um, can actually work with very little and create a lot. So that was that was great to see. Number four is a flowers um he's just such a good guy at getting open he's a great separator he's an elite separator and um despite his size he's 510 he's the smallest of this top five of mine um so I think he's he's got to stay up here Jalen Hyatt is that speedy ball Hawk um he's very very fast he doesn't have much diversity in his routes but he's got that blazing speed that We like to see Zay Flowers is is right up there with him with the speed. So um good to see that. Jalen Hyatt, of course, six foot. Um so so that rounds out my top five. Um Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Jalen Hyatt, all in my second tier. My third tier, number six, Cedric Tillman. So this is probably the best contested catch guy in the In the draft, Um, you know, that's Quentin Johnson just wins in different ways. Um, He doesn't use his size that way, and that is a negative for him. Cedric Tillman does use that, though. And because of that, I think he's going to be highly drafted because he's one of a kind in this draft. Marvin Mims, Jr., um, he's, again, pretty small at 5'11", but I think that's good enough. And he's even faster than Jalen Hyatt. Um, he's, he's got really great hands and he's great separator. He's going to be a good slot type wide receiver. And I think that is starting to be able to win at, in the NFL. Number eight, I've got Rashi rice. Um, he's an athletic freak, six, two, two Oh three. Um, He's fluid. He's got great separation skills. I'm really excited about him as well. Um, Nathaniel Dell. um, I know he's not got a nickname, but I'm going to use his real name. Um, We'll see what he comes out with. Um, But he's a versatile yak returner, Um, but he really does have some great acceleration and good straight line speed. He's got amazing body control and ball tracking skills. So those, those are good things to see interested to see where he lands and how high he gets drafted. Um, really that's, that's the name of the game with my six through 11 here in my third tier. Number 10, Josh, Josh Downs. Um, I've got him much, much lower than most places. Um, but he he does dominate man coverage. He does little things well, out learning, strong hands, speed, high pointing the ball, all good areas of his game. But why I'm so down on him is he is only 5'10 and 175 pounds. Um now Nathaniel Dell, also that small, but actually a little bit smaller even. And same with, say, Flowers, all that same kind of size. But where I'm really afraid of it, it with Josh Downs is that he does not dominate in the same way that the others dominate. Um, so for that reason, he fell down my board. Um, another guy who fell down my board recently, Kayshaun Butte, um, or Booty, um, <laughs> eventually we'll all come on come to a consensus on him. And his how to pronounce his name, um. But he got really, really injured, um, between it, the 2021 season and the 2022 season, and he just showed up as a different guy in 2022. Um. So when I watched that newer film, um, it really showed that he he was struggling, um, and you can. You could even hear it in the announcer's voices. Um, you knew that it wasn't just one game or two games. Um, every game you watched, they talked about the disappointment with Keishon Um, So that's important to bear in mind. He's a—he's probably going to be a sleeper in this draft. If he recovers from whatever was nagging him last year, you know, he could be really impressive. Um, so someone to keep an eye on. Um because he really is a strong speedy receiver. Um so guy I've still got my eye on, but I've knocked him down a few pegs. Um we're going to speed through my 12 through 20 here. Um because quite frankly where they end up and when they're drafted is is going to be just about everything. Um Xavier Hutchinson number 12, number 13, Tyler Scott 14 Andre Iosivas, I think that's my first time saying his name out loud, <laughs> so I apologize. Elijah Higgins, number 15, Trey Palmer, number 16, 17, Michael Wilson, A.T. Perry at number 18, Jonathan Mingo at number 19, and Puka Nuka uh, Nakua uh, at number 20. Speeding on over to the tight ends, not much has changed here. Number one, still Darnell Washington. I still think he's got the best shot at being a good tight end at the next level. He is so massive. And not only that, but he knows how to block, which is, I think, special when it comes to these guys. Him being a great blocker means that he's going to be on the field more to then actually get opportunities to catch the ball. Um number two, Dalton Kincaid. He's probably the best route runner and catcher of the football in the tight end room here. Number three, Michael Mayer. He is just wild. He's big, um, bulky, and yet super elusive, which is really exciting. Um number four, which is a tear break for me. Sam Laporta. Luke Musgraves don't have much to say on those guys. There's a lot of talk around them. That's really why they're here. Um, it, it, to be honest in fantasy, when we're talking about rookie tight ends, I let them have a few years in the league. I try not to draft them. If, if I have a late round pick and a slot on my team, sure. I'll, I'll take a stab, but I know they're going to be sitting there for years. Um, so it, you just don't want these guys taking up a big slot on your team for, for such a long time. So if it's not the top three, I'm probably not taking a swing. Um, so number four, Sam Laporta, number five, Luke Musgrave. and just to speed through the next guys at the tier below that Tucker craft, Cameron Latu, Luke Schoenmaker, Jaleel Billingsley and number 10, Will Mallory. All right, that is the pod for the rookie prep. I hope that prepares you all for the rookie draft at the end of the month. And we look forward to getting back to you with our rankings post-rookie draft and where, where everything ended up. So thank you everyone for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast Follow us on Twitter at Born Football. That's B O R N E Football. That's the weekly pod. As Chib, as Dr. Chib loves to say, choose happiness, spread love, and as I like to say, give them happiness.